What's up, people? Welcome back to the 360 Places Podcast. This is episode number 33. I'm not lying. This is exactly what I felt, man. I felt like I was a ghost. Okay. You see, you're black. Yeah. But I'm black, like, on another level. Yeah. <laughs> you see? So being yeah. black and dark-skinned. Oh, you wanted to be community. white. Somehow, coconut, let me put it this way. I wanted to be black outside, but white inside. Yeah. You say you want to send me there, and it's Canada. Like, I can't yeah. say no. Like, my dad hired for me the best American teacher. Uh, I was mostly based on climbing the ladder and pleasing the American. I dropped out of university. Yeah, that got me into a fight with my parents. My dad is a yeah, he's a doctor in geography. To him, everything is science. I had a car accident when I came out of coma. I decided to just serve God. I started reading the Bible from cover to cover. I don't know. I believe as you grow with your religious stuff, you yeah. you start understanding things a bit differently. Uh, I met the girl and she changed my life. Is it bad to sing to a woman, worship the woman? For those of you guys who are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome to the family, man. So this is a travel and living abroad podcast. And today, accompanied with me, today is going to be a very good episode because we have, we have one of the best uh, people from Congo. What's up, Celia? Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm okay, man. Yeah. 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 So you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm uh, I'm Celio. And, uh, like, so it's, it's pronounced Celio. Yeah, Celio. It's French. Yeah. Comes from... Uh, <laughs> Like the full name goes for like yeah. Celestin, which is French. Celestin. So, yeah, which is in English would be Celestine, yeah. which I oh. hate. I hate using it because oh, it sounds you, you so girly. Celestine. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. it sounds really girly. Why? I, I mean, know. But I mean, in, in French, it, um, to me, it sounds a bit manly comparing to English. But Celio sounds girly compared to Celestine. Yeah, yeah. If you compare <laughs> the two, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, okay. And plus, I haven't come up with the Celio thing. My parents started calling me that from yeah. from like the very young age. Oh yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, I think it was due to one of the coaches we had in Congo, oh. soccer coach, and he was called oh. Celio or something. Are you into soccer though? Not really, oh. not really. Uh, I'm more, you know, you know, basketball. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm a basketball yeah. fanatic. Yeah. I love basketball yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even for, in my case, uh, my uh, my artist or stage name is Gabs. You see, yeah. but. <laughs> a lot of my friends don't like it because they say it's like it's too American like I'm not portraying the African in me you know? yeah. like when I speak it's it's almost impossible to tell that I'm from Congo yeah, if sure. I speak English you yeah. see so I have to go back to French and Lingala to tell people that I'm actually from Congo yeah, yeah so uh, I don't know I, I just think if you go with an American name at a certain point you won't be taken seriously it's gonna hurt you it's yeah it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna hurt you he's a musician yeah and we're just gonna get right into the details of you know your music and all that but uh i remember when you did send me your your, your spotify account i noticed you in your profile you said you moved from you know congo to south to, to, to south africa yeah when was this 2013 2013 2012 right after high school Wow, that's yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I'm a bit old. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, right after high school, I went to pursue my studies. 
Yeah. Uh, but it didn't go according to plan. Yeah, uh, in South Africa. It didn't. Once I got there, I... Uh, okay. Once I got there, I had a car accident. Oh, and in, then, in South Africa? Yeah, in Cape Town. Wow. Uh, and then after that, I went into coma. And when I woke up, I just... I just wanted to do, you know, switch things around. I wow. dropped out of university in 2015. Yeah, that got me into a fight with my parents. A lot of, you know, people from Congo and Zimbabwe, I've noticed, you know, yeah. they go to school from different countries rather than their own country. University wise. Yeah, yeah. university wise. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I, I think because. Uh, back in Congo, I'll just talk about my country. Yeah. If you study abroad or elsewhere yeah. in Congo and come back, chances are really high for you to get well-paid jobs. Yeah. Oh, when you go study yeah. abroad and yeah. come back. Yeah. If you stay there, if we both, let's say you was from Congo yeah. and I'm from, like I studied South Africa, Kenya, London, yeah. all the things. If we both go apply, they'll value my whatever more comparing to yours. Because they believe you studied in South Africa. South Africa has like some of the top five universities in Africa. Yeah. And the University of Congo is among the, I don't know, 200 something so like they're like yeah. okay since you're from there you've been well educated you've been well taught comparing to you know, wow. those the state at, at home wow. yeah no i understand yeah so so you get into south africa and uh, you get into a car accident how, yeah how did that happen well all right so 2015 i think around february or march my uh my brother-in-law the one i was telling you yeah. uh, off air sent me and someone to town to pick something that he had bought yeah so on the way to town there was a blue pickup yeah and that blue pickup somehow then what happened was trying to get like into the other side of the road to go back yeah yeah and did not let us know with the uh, indicators yeah, yeah with the indicators yeah. and then he just turned around and wow. right behind him yeah. Like 80, then 100 something yeah. kilometers out, and then we just crashed into the car. And then the driver had the humane reflex yeah. to give to my side. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, because I was sitting up front, yeah. so I basically crashed into the thing. But I came out kind of safe. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was coma. I think I passed out for like, for like a long hours, like, like six, five or seven hours. Yeah. yeah. Because when I woke up, I was at a hospital. I was wearing those, whatever the you yeah, know, the yeah, given yeah. hospital, the one that has nothing at the back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah those ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, and then things just things just went different, you know. From the doctor asking me if I'm a Christian, back then I was an atheist. You know, that's a long story. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then from there things just started happening. I was more into Christian music because uh, when I came out of coma or whatever that was, I decided to just serve God. Yeah. Actually, after the experience. Yeah, yeah, for real. And uh, and then after that, I dropped out of chemistry. I was doing chemistry. I think I was doing my second year or something. I dropped out. And then uh, Did, I so went. So you, you, dropped, you dropped out to, to be more of service to God? 
Yeah, I went to do some religious, you know, studies and stuff. Yeah, which did not go away with my with my dad. You know, my dad is a yeah, he's a doctor in geography. To him, everything is science. Yeah, if you bring those Christian things, music, yeah, yeah. you can't get it. And in twenty seventeen, sixteen, my dad said, "Enough is enough." So he actually tricked me. He wow. said, you know, we have some parties at home, things like this. No, I think he said he wants to send me to my brothers in Canada because my brother stays in Canada. Yeah. He said he wants to send me there and it's Canada. Like, I can't yeah. say no. So I flew back home and I was like, yeah, you're not going to Canada. <laughs> I'm going to go to Canada. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to Canada. So my dad started talking to me. I, uh, I wonder being here in Kenya. Wow. Yeah. And in Kenya still, I was doing... <laughs> theology yeah and then i quit again in my uh not even i think in my first year yeah i switched to psychology psychology yeah now i'm, I'm done with my psychology stuff so yeah oh so so um what happened to you know the path of serving god and- uh i still am but <laughs> this is a long thing <laughs> okay i still am but i believe as you grow uh, with your religious stuff, you yeah. you start understanding things a bit differently. Yeah, I started wrestling with the idea of should I just sing Christian songs? Yeah, is it bad to sing to a woman? You see, then you see. But is it though? Let me get to it. Yeah. So as I was wrestling with it, I started reading the Bible from cover to cover, yeah. uh, especially. Uh, songs of Solomon, things like this, especially Songs of Solomon. And then uh, I'm I'm there racking my brain with this very question. Is it bad to sing to a woman? And then while reading Songs of Solomon, something came to my mind. I asked myself this question. I can even ask you. Let's say you're a pastor and you also write poems. Yeah. Is writing a poem to your wife bad? By the way, I write poems. <laughs> <laughs> you, you write poems. That question hits home. Yeah, yeah so yeah. is it bad to write a poem to your wife if you're married? I don't think, even if I wasn't married, I mean, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think it's bad to write a poem to, to a woman. So why is it bad if I use, I mean, if I add like a little rhythm to it? It's not bad at all. Because music I mean, I mean, I'm, to I'm me just... It. It's just a poem that you're singing or performing to someone. With rhythm. Yeah, wow. with rhythm. You wow. see, wow. once I got to that philosophy and I'm like, okay, I promised myself that, okay, I'm a Christian. I have some religious or theology background. I'm going to sing to a woman, but I'm not going to worship the woman. I'm just going to sing songs that people could relate a lot that's why in my in my music i don't talk about booty boobs money you know i talk about real real stuff booties and boobs are also real stuff but not everybody <laughs> relates to it yeah true people relate to relationship stuff breakups heartbreaks uh i met the girl and she changed my life things like this so yeah so uh those are like to me that's my understanding so to answer your question i don't think it's bad to sing a song or to write a song to a woman. To a woman. I even talk to a lot of pastors, a lot. Yeah. In, especially in school, a lot of them. Yeah. And all of them told me it's not bad 
as long as you're not giving the woman God's place. Hmm. As long as you're not worshiping the as woman, as long as you're not worshiping the woman, that becomes. And I think that there's a very fine line between the two, and very, uh, very. Fine. Uh, how would you then, you know, separate the two? It's as you say, it's it's a very, very, very fine line. But uh, how do I do that? I don't know. I think as I'm writing, as I write songs, like in the back of my mind, it's it's really installed there. Yeah. That in my songs, I'm not gonna say to the girl. Uh, I don't even. I, I can't even tell the difference anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't lie to you. I don't have the answer to that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. How do I tell the difference? I don't know. I just know that I'm not gonna worship that like that woman, like that. She is. Yeah. yeah, like God, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I know. Wow, wow. And then before, right before we start recording, you you showing me a clip of your the in-law that you're talking about yeah yeah my brother-in-law yeah, in south well, africa well, okay what uh, happened to him i think he was coming from the shop or something and uh someone i mean in south africa mixed race people are called colored people we know that yeah and they're some of the most dangerous people in congo if you're dating a colored girl man you're on top of the world i mean yeah <laughs> i mean colored people in, in congo are like uh i mean they're like angels yeah because of the skin people think yeah. they're just cute the like yeah. like you know they're just oh you mean the white not the white the colored one those you know the mixture of black and oh, white oh yeah okay, okay yeah okay. so those in south africa are very dangerous so i think one of them how, how dangerous are, what do you mean by very dangerous they would stab you they would stab you yeah, they would stab you for your own phone and the the, the ladies no the guys oh yeah ladies are crazy in the sense that if you're dating them you don't want to cheat yeah they will go to the extent of humiliating you in public yeah or slapping in public yeah that's how the ladies are there yeah i mean the colored one yeah 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 but uh for, for my for my pride in law i think he was coming from the shop or something and then someone walked up to him and said give me my phone that's what they say give me my phone it's your phone yeah but when they're robbing you they say give me my phone my phone yeah as okay. if you bought him for them yeah <laughs> and then he tried yeah. to you know put some resistance i you yeah. know he didn't walk out he was stabbed but wow. uh luckily you know by the grace of god he survived wow. i was marked to in johannesburg because i used to live in cape town i was marked in johannesburg oh man i did not like it and mine was like different because it was like in town. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street. Yeah. And people were walking around. People were walking around. No, everybody's running their own business. I just felt something like sharp here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, give me the phone, give me my phone, something like that. Yeah. I gave. And when I turned around, tried to go after my phone, two more came out of nowhere. I just gave up. I was like, I'm not gonna die for Blackberry. It was a Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna die for yeah, Blackberry. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just gave up. I know a lot of people have been robbed, marked, uh, stabbed. Yeah. yeah, it's a dangerous place, but one of the m- most beautiful places in the world. Yeah, yeah. especially Cape Town. It's yeah. very beautiful. Yeah. Waterfront. Uh, it's one of the like you can literally take a picture in waterfront and lie you in uh, in London to believe you. Yeah, yeah, it's very Most definitely very beautiful. So, so, so we we had Mona Lisa here, and we yeah. had Ashley, and they talked about they both live in South Africa. Yeah, and they talked about you know their life there. 
Yeah. But, you know, uh, bad things kept coming in their stories. And yeah. I, I just wanted to focus on the, you know, the, the, the bad side of South Africa in mm. the episodes, right? Mm. And they, they talked about, you know, the racist stuff, you know, yeah. the, the stuff that you talked about as well, yeah. being stabbed and all that. Yeah. But I wanted, you know, to get a person to talk about, you know, the beautiful side of South Africa. But because, like, everybody says it's very beautiful. It is. You know? So would you, like, share a little bit more about, you know, the beauty of this country? What what I loved uh, the most about South Africa was uh, the music exposure that kind of got, you know? Yeah. Being black. I always say there's a difference between being black and being black and dark. Okay. You see, you're black. Yeah. But I'm black, like, on another level. Yeah. <laughs> you see? So being yeah. black and dark-skinned, yeah. it's, it's crazy if you can perform good music yeah yeah i've i've had like i have a lot of a lot of good memories i would sing at pubs or restaurants yeah and people would just go crazy vibe with you yeah people just vibe you know you just i just sing like a simple song like an r kelly song okay r kelly is huge song. anyway i'll just sing like 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 a simple song yeah people just vibe you know just connecting you know and, and a lot of them would not believe it's me because when i sing people like someone told me recently if i gave my song to someone who's never met me they would really believe i'm not african yeah yeah so most of them would think oh this guy from you know from the usa and then yeah. looking like, oh okay he's not from the usa he's just they from say africa. you yeah. yeah yeah another good thing is uh i'll say the freedom in south africa that i had like racism is there I'm not gonna lie, it is there. I've never seen um, a white maid to a black family in South Africa. Yeah, that I've never seen. I've never seen a white maid. I don't think they even exist. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of my white friends, they all had black maids and all the things. Yeah. yeah, but I just know it's it's a beautiful place. Yeah, and I thank them for for all the experience let's a little bit talk about your music yeah sure. right so when did you did you start pursuing this career uh for my career i'll say right after the car accident but i've had those lingering desires yeah. from i mean like six seven years old I, I'm, I'm not gonna be those cliche musician i knew i was born to be a musician now yeah. i just knew that i could sing yeah. yeah uh when i was seven eight six my mom always played those uh christian gospel music on the radio as she's cleaning the house and i always try to mimic the guy singing. oh yeah okay it was it was like my thing yeah. when i'm listening to let's say uh, my two samuel is a congress position i'll try to mimic the guy yeah. as i'm listening yeah. and by the time i was 12 years old back in I think 2006 or five. I don't know. Uh, I've watched this uh, this cartoon. I don't know if you know Dragon Ball Z, uh, Goku, uh, Vegeta. I don't know if you watched cartoon. No, I'm not gonna watch that there one. was there was this song that would play before uh, before the thing started. So what I did is I memorized the, the melody, song. not the song, just the oh. melody. And I went and I picked the Bible. I picked Psalm 1-1. Yeah. 
uh, happy are those that do not live in the midst of things like this. Yeah. So I started like singing this, like the song with the verse with that melody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, maybe you know, one day you know, I could I could give it a shot. But as you grow, you start realizing that being a musician in Congo, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, and music is not. Um, music is good. But in Congo, the only like most people will accept rumba and seven, which yeah. is uh, I mean, which are the two type of music that really vibe a lot in Congo. And I grew up not being a fan of those type of music. I'm a I, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, so I grew up listening to Michael Jackson, Usher, Chris Brown, all those guys. So in my mind, I'm like. If one day I have to pursue music, you know, like as a career, I have to do the type of Michael. And oh, so you're Ashley going songs. for pop. Yeah, I was going for pop, not Roomba and Seven. So I, I started telling myself, it's not going to work if I have to do pop in Congo. No one will listen yeah. to it. They want to listen to if it's Michael Jackson. Yeah. But they want you as a Congolese to relate to, to what, Sabana, yeah, yeah, those things. So my dream started you know, becoming true once I traveled, yeah. once I went to South Africa. And then I'm like, okay, I'm in the environment where people can listen to pop. Yeah. And then in 20, 2015, right after the car crash, around December, November, I was invited to a wedding. Then I'm asked to sing. And the bride told me the specific song she wanted. And I performed the song. That was the first time in my life I had the like a standing ovation. Wow. Everyone stood and they started clapping their hands. I felt like I was getting married that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I need this. You felt like you're the groom. Yeah, I, I felt like, like I told myself, this is what I need for the rest of my life. That's when I knew that I have to go for music. It has to be something that I'll do for the rest of my life. But it's it's never been easy. Yeah, it's not. It's not easy. It's never been easy to be spotted. Yeah. Oh, it's not easy. <laughs> but uh, okay, so, so so you 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 notice your passion in Congo. Yeah. Then you, you find yourself South South Africa and yeah. you, you accept. I mean, I'm into pop and I'm gonna go for yeah. pop. Yeah. Right. And how do you feel like switching? You know, cultures from Congo to SA, then to Kenya, back to Congo. Like this this yeah. three environments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do they hurt or make you as a musician? I think they do both. The culture shock is there. It's yeah. it's really inevitable. Yeah. Uh in South Africa I did not really feel uh I, I've never felt like an alien. I always felt like, you know, I belong here because I was welcomed, you know. Somehow that's why I, I take it. In Kenya, it was hard. When I came to Kenya, you see, Kenya is a very conservative country. You see, if you, yeah, you come, think? Kenya is a very conservative country. You think? Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's yeah, just, you just keep going. Yeah, let, 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 let me try and get the, the perspective. Yeah, as yeah, in, yeah. you're from uh, Tanzania. Yeah, yeah, you don't feel it because you speak Swahili. Yeah. I don't speak Swahili. Yeah. So if you come here, I've been going several times. My tattoos, I mean, the biases, 
<laughs> shops everywhere. Yeah. You go, uh, uh, <laughs> I used to, like, I'll move from, like, let's say Kasarani to town, which is like 50 bob. Yeah. Yeah, but the guy will ask me 100. Because when he came and talked to me in Swahili, I didn't get it. So I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't speak Swahili. And, like, oh. and then I'm like, how much is it? Oh, it's 100. Then it's 50. Sometimes it'll be 20. And I yeah. pay 100 still. Yeah. You see, I felt I felt like, oh, I can't even explain it. I'm, I'm really trying to... To like choose my words. Yeah. I, I felt like an outcast. This is in Kenya. Yeah. yeah. When I first as arrived. As opposed to South Africa. As opposed to South Africa. Yeah. In Kenya, I felt like, okay, I have to work. I have to try to belong. Yeah. I have to do, to make some effort for them to like me. That's why even my music changed. If you listen to my EP, the one I sent you, yeah. I have a song called Rumba Japan. Yeah. In that, I go back to the Congolese, to the African thing. You know, it's like Roomba and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, But th- those are not the kind of songs that I write. So I had to change. And I, and in some, in some way, I'm also happy to have come here because he helped me see things differently. Yeah. You see, my whole life was based on pop, America, you know, just trying to climb the ladder to please them. But being here helped me understand that, yo, wait, before you get them to like you, start pleasing your own people first. Yeah. You know, because you belong here, you belong in Africa. So I started changing, you know, the way I even write my own songs. I have another song that I wrote called uh, Illuminate. I don't know if you listen to it, where I try Swahili. I don't speak Swahili, but I had to try. But there's a part in Congo where they, they speak Swahili. Yeah, but you know, Congo is, I think, 15 times bigger than Kenya. Well, Congo is very big, yeah. yeah. It's very You need big. Belgium 80 times to make Congo. Wow. That's how big Congo is. Just wow. go Google it, yeah. You need Belgium 80, 80, 80 times. 80 or 75 times. It's facts. Yeah, I'm serious. Wow, no bullshit. Funny thing is, we were colonized by Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> a small country. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm serious. Congo is very big. So Swahili is not spoken everywhere. It's yeah. one of the national languages. Yeah. but it's It not, is? Yeah. You have uh, Lingala, Swahili, uh, Kikongo. French? No, French is the business language. It's not the national language? No, it's not. It's the it's wow. like English in Kenya. It's the business language. Wow. But it's rare to find a Congolese don't speak French. Uh, French, yeah. Wow. You will find, but not a lot. Very rare. Very rare. I mean, if you go to those villages, yes, you will yeah. find those that have never heard of French, yeah. never seen white people, never yeah. seen anyone beside those from their own tribes, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very big, wow. very big. Wow, like uh, this is just on the map. Like, yeah, I remember I it's the fourth geography. Yeah, in Africa. Yeah, fourth or I think it's the fourth, fourth or fourth. third. Yeah, I think fourth. Yeah, Algeria. Yeah. Algeria is bigger than Congo. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I'm so. very bad at geography, but I yeah, know. Me too. Me too. I know that Congo is among the, the biggest. Top five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, most definitely, yeah. because you, you, you're literally the biggest along yeah. this East African and Central yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A lot of goals, a lot of good things, but yeah. So I'm um, comparing your experiences, you know, in South Africa and in Kenya, which was the 
I know you, you're going to be pulled to more to South Africa. Because <laughs> have, you, have you stayed, you know, the longest in South Africa as opposed to Kenya? No, I've st- 2012, 2013 to 2017. That's four years. That's four years. It's almost yeah. the same, yeah. It's almost the same. Yeah. I've been so, out of high school for eight years. <laughs> wow. That's a long time. I just that's a long time now. to be alive. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up. Man. And it's, I had a kid. The kid yeah. would be eight years old yeah. right now. But anyway, yeah. let's not talk about it. But still, but still, I feel like these experiences, you know, you find yourself in these experiences. They make you who you are. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Being like in this position where I started with a lot of younger, you know, folks. Yeah, it also helped me, you know, see things very differently. Differently, you know? yeah. Yeah, because you try to understand the way they think as a psychologist yeah. first. You know, you have to understand the psychology of someone. You know, yeah. And the young and they do things that I've done like five years ago, and and I'm like, you shouldn't be doing this, but they have to go through yeah. that to understand yeah. what they have understood five years ago. Yeah, but music, musically wise. Uh, I think Kenya has helped me a lot in terms of songwriting. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've brushed up my songwriting uh, a whole, like a whole lot more comparing to when I was in South Africa. Because as yeah. I say, in South Africa, I was mostly based on climbing the ladder and pleasing the American. Yeah, you know. But he, that's even explained. My accent, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, because I told myself, if Americans are also very conservative, I mean, they have the play game. I don't know if you heard of it, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's the fifty states, you know, competing against themselves, but mm. the winner is called world champion. To me, it doesn't make sense because you can't be world champion to even compete against those from Australia or yeah. yeah. See to them the world is them. It's in them. If you outside of them, like so I had to try like to belong to them. Which yeah. I kind of regret sometimes. Yeah. Because when I went to South Africa, I I hired like my dad hired for me the best American teacher. Wow. Yeah. See, because I wanted to belong. I wanted I wanted them to like me. You see, I wanted them and to w- what was this guy teaching you? English. Oh. He would teach me English, a private, he was a private uh, private teacher. He would come home, teach me, we would go out. Uh, I mean, we have outings where he would take me to his uh, camp meeting, something like this, with where I would just be uh, like the only black man among oh, all with, the, with white the white Americans. kids. Yeah, I, li- I literally felt like Trevor wow. I said, like a bag of weed. I felt illegal at some point. <laughs> yeah. There was a time I went to this Italian supermarket. Yeah. And I- I'm not lying. This is exactly what I felt. I went in, I was with my friend. We got there. I was the only black man. I felt like I was a ghost. Yeah, yeah. And, and then that's when I started feeling that maybe I've given too much into, you know, climbing that supposed ladder. Mm-hmm. The idea yeah. of being, you know, an yeah. American. Yeah, me being liked, me being appreciated by them. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so I'm just, I'm just trying to understand you yeah, as sure. a person. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so I picked up a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. as well as you know, a, a lot of you know traits from you uh, yeah, when sure. you you you're sharing your stories. Sure. 
So would you say you, you know, been attracted more towards the American culture and you trying to belong to that culture? Yeah. Do you think that w- was because you wanted people to like you more? Or, I, I, or it's because you just bought into the idea of being an American? I wanted to blend in. That's into exactly. the South African environment. Not only South Africa, but and it sounds really ridiculous, but I wanted to blend into the white uh or you wanted to be community. white. No, I didn't want to be white. No, no, but, no, no, not white physically, yeah. but you wanted to be white somehow, coconut. Let me put it this way. I wanted to be black outside but white inside. Have you ever heard of the coconut theory? Wow. How, yeah. far, how far have you traveled from, <laughs> from Africa, man? Yeah. See, so I wanted them to, like, as they look at me, they could relate yeah. and say, oh, so this is my this brother. This is our own. Yeah. That's what I wanted to. So that's why you can't tell when I uh, sing my songs. You, yeah. you can't tell I'm from Congo because yeah. I've worked so hard on it. I've done stupid things. Just, just, just to blend in. Just to blend in. I'm serious. I locked myself in my room for... Like several times, just yeah. to practice the way I wanted to speak, and plus wow. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I hate doing things and not, you know, getting to what I really want. Yeah, yeah. When I when I work in the studio with my producer, he hates me because we could work on a song twenty times. Wow. If I'm not satisfied, I cannot release that song. I have a lot of songs. I have actually three songs that I'm working on. I can't release them because I'm not I'm not pleased, I'm not satisfied. So he also applied with, you know, as I was learning English. Yeah. I'm not lying, I locked myself in my room several times. Practicing You, you wanted to sound like your teacher. Somehow, yes. But yeah. my teacher was more I can't sound like him. I think it was from Texas or something. His accent was <clears throat> it was like a little uh, bit off. Well, I'm trying to tell you today that if you can't talk to me like that, that's how he spoke. So I couldn't speak like this. <laughs> that is actually yeah. how he spoke, yeah. But truth is, I wanted them to think that I'm one of theirs. Yeah. Wow. The, the white guys. Yeah, the white guys. And would you, like, now that you've, you've, you've grown right now, yeah. right then you, you, you're still... I, like, I was you young, know, yeah, 22, 21. 20, young adult, yeah. yeah. Would, you, would you take it back? <laughs> not everything but I won't lie <laughs> relationship wise yeah I've, I've been happy <laughs> you've been happy I've been happy because of my accent but uh, oh, so, so, oh wait a minute wait a minute let's talk about that let's talk about it so I'm serious relationship wise yeah. it gives you you know an, an extra hand yeah. yeah because of your accent yeah it's kind of a loophole to the African ladies. Yeah. Wow. I'm not lying. I meant? mean, I mean, even for you, you know, being a foreigner in Kenya gives you upper hand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But uh I wouldn't I wouldn't my only mistake I'd say um was that I wish I learned the black American English. Okay, I wouldn't say mistake, but I wish I was leaning more towards, you know, the black ones, you know. Uh, I'm very fascinated by uh, by black people in the USA, you know, mm-hmm. especially the civil rights leaders as Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all those guys. Yeah. Yes. I wish I leaned more towards them, but somehow I, I felt more attracted to, you know. The white. Yeah, I don't know why. 
I was actually even ready to wind up with a white lady at some point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yes, I found her. Everybody in my family was against it. In fact, my dad said, if I, if I wind up marrying a white lady, it's not gonna make it to my wedding. Wow. He said, uh, it's not racist. It's just uh, he has a Black lot of. Black men can't be racist. He, he, <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend tells me that. But I don't believe yeah. it. But anyway, uh, he's not racist. He just he's been through a lot of bad um, experiences, you know, experiences with white people. With white people, most of his friends that married white people are all divorced. Wow. Yeah, so to him, to kind of protect me from his perspectives, he thinks that I should marry one of you know. One of my own, just become you know beneficial to my own life somehow. Wow, wow! I mean, it's, it's it's a lot to take in. But guys, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I know you can't. For those of you who are listening, I know you can't see us, and we're gonna get Celia to to play some music for us. And you guys, let me know if you can tell if he's African or not. And <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's see if people can guess it right. <laughs> Yeah. So sad, man. Just take it away. Yeah, sure. So this is one of my songs. It's called Mazel Tov. Uh, it means congratulations in Hebrew. Wow. Yeah, I picked it from my theology classes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, at least you picked something. <laughs> so I liked it. Yeah. 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 So I won't sing everything because I want you all to go check it out on Spotify. Yeah. I'm Apple. definitely going to link all of his work on the description. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope you all like it. Mazel tov, girl. Somehow you've managed to look out of myself. I dreamed of such love that bring me down to my knees every night. But we can't even tell who we are. Everybody thinks you're mine, girl You've got character, I love that about ya All I hear in my head sound like Why don't we run, girl? Why don't we kiss? Why don't we laugh? Why don't we get together? Why don't we jump? Why don't we roll? Why don't you mention my name? Why don't you look me right in the eye? Why don't you cry? Why don't you say you love me too? Hey. We'd fight for out of chaos. We always find our way back and make peace. Love is up in the air. Nobody told me how to breathe it in. But we can't even tell who we are Everybody thinks you're mine, girl You've got character, I love that about ya All I hear in my head sounds like Why don't we run, girl? Why don't we kiss? Why don't we laugh? Why don't we get together? Why don't we jump? Why don't we roll? Why don't you mention my name? Why don't you look me right in the eye? Why don't you cry? Why don't you say you love me too? Wow. My tunes, my tunes, man. My tunes. Wow. Yeah, this is Mazel Tov. 
Yo, like it's definitely the same thing you hear on Spotify. <laughs> wow. And he's on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Much respect to you, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. So so as we were wrapping up the episode, if you if you'd like to say anything else, I mean uh, I'm all out. I have a question for you though. Okay, okay. I think should, I should should I've asked this off air. What's the difference for those who don't know? Yeah. Between, between the, the podcast with, yeah, and, and between radio. podcast and radio stage. Yeah. So uh, I would I would definitely give you uh, my own answer. Yeah, sure. Like I'm, I'm interested in my own opinion. Yeah. Right. So a radio, it's, it's, it's you think of more of a corporate yeah. type of setting yeah. where there are rules and you know guidelines for you to to go through. Yeah. When you're representing your your thing, maybe if if you're doing um I mean a, a music show, if you're doing yeah. a politics show, the guidelines where you have to to comply with. Yeah. There are certain words you can't say. There are certain things you can't. You know, mm-hmm. it's all corporate, right? Mm. But a podcast is a free space. Uh-huh. Similar to radio, how how they do how we do our shows. Mm. Similar to radio, how we you know we, we get guests on you know artists. Yeah. To share that their stories, but on a podcast, it's a free platform, right? Yeah, because I, I feel like even the one who in, invented the podcast, he was like maybe you know a, a, a presenter on the radio, and he yeah. felt like yo yo like I wanna run this story, but yeah. I can't because you know it's biased now. It's yeah, just, it's yeah, just yeah. like you, you have to 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 deliver news in a certain way. You have yeah. to bring certain guests, you know. Yeah. But a podcast is all free. I can you just call my friend and you know, yeah, be here. I mean, there are people who are not famous, but they have beautiful ideas that they yeah. can share, and you yeah. know, people you will relate to that. Yeah. So a podcast is the space for that. You just get anyone, you know, who is interesting and you know who have beautiful stories to yeah. share, and you know, yeah. they they just tell it to the world. Ah, okay. I hope my story was good. <laughs> yeah, your story is great, man. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, yeah I, I can't yeah. wait to you know jump up on on, on some different episode. Yeah, sure, definitely, man. Uh, yeah. uh, this is my first podcast experience. And yeah, it's, it's really good. It's very good. It's really huh? good. Yeah. You, you get to open up. Yeah, sure, man. You just it's uh basically take it as a reverse therapy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I'm yeah, a psychologist, yeah. so yeah. you know, as a psychologist slash musician, whatever. Yeah. I have people that talk to me. I'm just there nodding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I ask them.